Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me is my Shazamly returning. Hello there, Shazamly. We have Anthony. Hello. And we have Shabazz. Hello, Shabazz. I'll be honest, I, th- I thought you kept saying Shabazzly, and I was like, oh, that's not my name. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know what? <laughs> I I appreciate it. You know, this movie, I, I believe, was inspired by my name. I could be wrong. Or... It could be how most people say my name when they try to read it for some reason. You know, it, it, anything is possible, Shabazz. Anything is possible. I'll be honest. Anytime I'm writing the name of the show, I do mm-hmm. add an extra H in there. So I'm like S-H-A-H-Z-A-M when I'm <laughs> you, you writing gotta let them know. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yeah. yeah. You gotta let so, them I mean, know. Maybe just the way we spell it here. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, this is our spoiler-free review of Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, this has been a long time coming. It has been four years since we had uh, a Shazam movie, which is wild to think. Um, also, if you guys want to rewind the clocks back four years, this is one of the first movies that we did a review for on the show. And it wasn't even its mm-hmm. own episode. It was just like, a, oh, here's a, here's us talking about Shazam. And I think we also spoke about us on that on that episode too, Jordan mm-hmm. Peele's Us. So it's just like wild that here we are four years later. We're still, we're still doing this. We are still doing this thing. Um, pretty wild. Little story. I remember I bought tickets for us, but I snuck into Shazam. Yeah, not in, us. Like the the podcast. You no. So the, the tickets no, for the I, Shazam event were. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Shazam event were were gone, and I remember you saying, "Yo, Anthony, I, there's a seat next to me. No one's here." And yeah. at this point, I mean, we just saved the seat for you, basically, because there was no reserved seats for that yeah. this time. R- right. Yeah. Right. 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 So I bought that ticket for us, and then I watched Shazam. And just a little kind of like such a funny story that just know, four years ago, criminal life that we've lived. Yes, of course, that criminal we did, life. Yeah, I paid for a ticket. <laughs> they got money. Well, I mean, I just didn't watch got, the movie. They, they, they want when you walked in though, you did stab somebody. So that that's probably the thing that I, that's what I was referring to. Well, I mean, you do, you do what you got to do, right, to watch the movie. Right. And Shazam would have stopped it. If anything bad happened, Shazam would have been there to stop it, or Shabazz would have stopped it. We don't know. I did. I tried we to stop Anthony. You should have stopped me. <laughs> I did. I tried. No, we were you encouraging you. Yeah. I know. I I tried to stop him, but I was like, but I, the movie was starting, so I was trying to be quiet. I was like, Anthony, stop, Anthony, don't do it. And then you sat down, and I was like, oh, it's too late. I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so funny. Yeah, you know, it, it's wild. I mean, we've been like, like just reflecting back over the years of everything that's gone on here on the show. And here we are talking about this movie. Who knows where DC is going to be from a year from today? But that doesn't matter because we get to talk about Shazam Fury of the Gods today. I want to say thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers for inviting us to watch the film. We have some great interviews out for this movie that you can listen to and watch on YouTube. So make sure you check out all of our coverage for Shazam Fury of the Gods. March is a crazy busy month and we have lots of coverage coming your way. But of course, this is the movie podcast. You could catch a brand new episode of our show every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews and all the latest movies and series. Like I said, we have interviews out for this very movie. So go check those out on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Do all the other fun YouTube stuff. And of course, join our Discord. We're going to open up a spoiler channel for this movie. So once it is out, we could talk about it. We could talk about everything that happened. But today, we are staying spoiler-free, of course, because we are looking after your experience for it. So stay tuned for all of that and more. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Check out our show notes below to get 20% off and free shipping. If you want to look as groomed as we are right now, 
That's the only way to do it. I just got a haircut. Manscaped didn't help me with that, but it does complement my beard a lot better, I think. I don't have like the crazy caveman hair anymore, so RIP to that. Uh, but today, of course, we are talking all about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. This film stars Zachary Levi, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazer, Rachel Zegler, Adam Brody, Ross Butler, Megan Good, Lucy Liu, Jijima Hanzu, and Helen Mirren. And of course, it's releasing in theaters on March 17th by Warner Brothers Pictures. Now, Anthony, I would love for you to tell us what this movie is all about. Bestowed with the powers of the gods, Billy Batson and his fellow foster kids are still learning how to juggle teenage life with their superhero alter egos. When a vengeful trio of ancient gods arrive on Earth in search of the magic stolen from them long ago, Shazam and his allies get thrust into a battle for their superpowers, their lives, and the fate of the world. I Love it. Now, Shay, I would love for you to start us off with your first reaction and also give us a little bit of history on what were your thoughts on the first Shazam movie and where are you at now with this new movie coming out after four years? Take it away. Oh my God, four years. And I mean, yes, you're right. It's such a full circle moment for us because it's one of the, you know our first reviews that we kind of got to do on our show here. Um, I love the first Shazam movie. I thought the first Shazam movie, not only was it because it was just super funny and really awesome to watch, uh, but being shot in Toronto gave it that extra edge for me that I, that I absolutely loved. I loved seeing, you know, Toronto disguised as Philadelphia. It's always a fun moment when you're, when you're from here to look at movies like that. And overall, the movie was just great. It, it absolutely hit all the notes that it needed to hit. It was really fun. Uh, David F. Sandberg really gave it his all. He, he made something that, people I think were kind of doubting going into. They were like, really, is this going to be good? Because at that time, also DC still struggling, you know, not able to hit right out of the park like they were hoping to hit it out of the park with. Um, and then, you know, we, we, we take some time. Four years between sequels also is a long time, if you really think about it, especially about a movie that deals with children. Kids age really quickly. You know, you can look at any single movie based around children. For example, Harry Potter from Philosopher's Stone to chamber secrets they look like teenagers like it's crazy how fast it goes so in this movie you're kind of having the similar effect of we we're going into it like oh my god it's been four years um is this going to be good i you know so far a lot of the the trailers that were coming out really weren't doing it for me I, I wasn't falling in love with the film that i was hoping to fall in love with the poster work was coming out for the movie too and i was like this is really plain and basic why is there no love right now going to this movie does this do i smell trouble well I think it's safe to say this movie is the most fun I've had in a theater in a very long time. I was laughing, crying, just having a great, great time with this movie. This is such a great sequel. And at, at certain points, I think I actually prefer this over the original because there's so many other key players in this movie that bring it their all. And you look at people like Helen Mirren, uh, Rachel Zegler, and Lucy Liu, who are such an awesome dynamic. And they're, they... Even amongst themselves, I was so interested when they would cut to them. I'm like, what? what's going on with them? They don't seem to be on the same page with each other. But it wasn't like how you look at the hyenas in, in The Lion King where like they're really dumb and just kind of making mistakes. Like These are all very, very smart and talented women that are maybe not on the same page. And because of that, it introduces a lot of great moments with them. But then you have the whole Shazamily and then you have Jiban uh, Hansu who plays the great wizard. There's so many awesome awesome things in this movie along with the fight scenes along with the comedy that i had such a blast and i think this whole movie is it's really fun for the entire family but on top of that the, the comedic charm is there and i think this one's funnier than the first one but there's also a lot of heart so david f sandberg if 
I had doubted you. I'm so sorry. And I, I promise you, I wasn't doubting you. I was doubting the world. And you proved me wrong. So you hit it out of the park. <laughs> you're down you're down in the world. No, he did. And I think I honestly think, you know, Fear of the Gods supercharges everything that made the first film so fun, so funny, so heartfelt. There's so much in this movie that does better than the first movie. Yeah, the first movie really is that story of Billy, where this one is focusing more on the Shazamly itself. And I think for that, it is for the better. It is a lot of fun. Um, and it's very magical. Like it's it's one of those movies that really leans into the magic. And obviously Shazam is a magical character. And it's magic in the sense of literal magic in the movie, but also it feels like this it has this essence to it, which is just really fun. And it reminds me of just a family movie. This is a family superhero movie. It's DC, yes, but it's not like DC like batman and superman yeah they're part of that world but this is a, a lot it's a lot more lighter there's a lot of levity to it and i think because of that it just almost feels like almost like a saturday morning cartoon but in the best possible way support for the movie podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MOVIEPOD at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's super bright and you can get everything precision cut. It's a 4,000K LED spotlight. So you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should. The skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good. Like I I I was always a little hesitant going down there and then I felt safe. I felt like there was protection there. Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool whatever you're using be it the beard trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker and it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MOVIEPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MOVIEPOD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Anthony, jump on it. Yeah, I had a really great time with it. I think this was way better than the first one and even the first one was a really good film and it encompassed everything you love about Shazam if you are a big follower of his character and the biggest reveal of that first one was just the Shazam family and that was like just a secret that I didn't expect I thought this that, that story was going to be they did just, it they did just it. on Shazam and then they did the whole family like holy they really they really brought every character from that world in, within one movie and they did it perfectly and then we get to see them actually in a movie together and this movie is a lot about family like it really focuses on every character in that family and what they bring to this team up and even shazam uh billy batson how much he cares about what this family as a team 
you know, like, and, and that's the running joke. It's like everyone in this family wants to be on their own, but you know, Billy and or Shazam, Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call him, he wants everyone to be together. And I, and I really enjoyed my time with it. I thought it was fantastic. I, I was laughing. I think Dejman Hansu was just funny, really, so really good. funny. His timing is perfect. Like, if I Warner Brothers has such a unique character here, and I feel like they don't focus or they don't give him the love that we all should be giving him because his character is actually a really powerful character. It's someone who can really stand up to Superman. He has all the powers of Superman and he can actually battle Superman. And it's just, I think the, the, the discourse or the disconnect and hopefully this movie really solves it is, you know, Billy, when he becomes Shazam, he's a kid, right? But now he's, he's turning 18. He's getting, he's growing up a little bit more. And every year we see him or we see this character, he's matured a little bit more. Uh, so I'm hoping to see this character continue his life in James Gunn's DCEU yeah. and, and just really get more of that fun family action. Cause I think this is DC's best film since man, I, I don't even, I don't even know. It's been so long, right? I, like, are, are we, you're not including the Batman. You're not including, you're, are you talking more like, no, no, DCU? I'm not, I'm not talking because the, just that DCU. Yeah. That DCU universe this is so much better than anything we've seen. And it feels like something that would continue a, a universe around. Like this is so engaging. It's funny. It's a great storytelling. I would say the villains are a little cliche in the sense because they still revolve around this, you know, the Greek mythology because Shazam is kind of like the powers of the, of Greek gods. And I, I was looking a little bit more towards let's get out of that, idea or that world of of mythical beings that we've we've right. seen and that, if that only power- shazam had a big villain that you know we could see him battle against you know what i mean i mean, I mean that villain also has never had a movie so that's why daniel they need to build that villain up first isn't that how it works yeah yeah if only if only so because i think the god we'll talk about that we'll talk about that more but please continue anthony no that's it like i just i had a lot of it was a fun time with with you guys because the jokes hit and the jokes it was it was really funny it's it's a really funny movie and it it did feel like a marvel film it had a lot of soul and it's probably my like i said my my favorite dc dceu dcu whatever they want to call it film in the past two three years yeah you know, and, and you know, I'm right there with you, you know, because this movie is so fun. And I, and I like literally beginning to end, you're laughing and you're having a good time, but it's not cheap laughs. It's not forced humor. It's never a serious moment. Oh, let's cut into a joke right now. When this movie is serious, it's serious, but also it is really funny throughout. Like I think of Jacqueline Grazer, who is just hilarious. I think Rachel Zegler in this movie is a standout. She is incredible in this movie and i just want to see more of her like i totally get why she's taking hollywood by storm we have west side story we have shazam we have her in snow white she's gonna be showing up in a bunch more things and of course uh, juman hanzu who's just also steals the show in this movie like anytime he is with jack dylan grazer on screen there's a reoccurring joke in this movie that is just so funny they are so hilarious together but it's also not afraid to get serious. I'm totally with you there, Anthony, when it comes to the villains. I think I love Helen Mirren. I love Lucy Liu. I love Rachel Zegler together. They are great characters. But yeah, I think 
the actual you know genesis of their plan is just something that you know it's it's not as unique as we've seen before it's like yeah they're trying to get this so they could take over the world and that's totally fine i think it works in a movie like this that is very much focused on the family and the character dynamics so you're not if you're i, I don't i wasn't expecting to get a, a super big you know villain you know mastermind plot in this but i think it's very serviceable still it's very very it's very fun and i think seeing the shazamly working together and fighting together both as you know their superhero counterparts and as their younger selves is so good and the entire cast something that the first film just nailed is the cast of the kids and the adult versions of them and they all get their moments to shine in this movie it is just beginning to end it's so fun and, and like shay said the trailers for this movie I was a little worried. Again, I was I wasn't I wasn't worried about what David F. Sandberg was going to do because I think he's he's a great director. I love how honest he is and how vulnerable he is. I watch we watch his videos all the time on YouTube, just kind of breaking down, you know, vid- his work and how Hollywood is and everything like that. But the trailers were leaving a little something to be desired. And then when we went into the movie, I was like, "Wow, this is really fun!" And this was another great sequence. And this is another great scene. And by the end of it, I'm like, "Wow." This was so great. And I think I'll put this up there with the Suicide Squad, you know, with the first Wonder Woman movie as like some of my favorite DC films or DCEU films. And I'm really curious, like what you said, Anthony, what's going to happen moving forward? Are we going to have Shazam in this universe? We know Dwayne Johnson already said that Black Adam is not in the cards right now for this next phase of storytelling in the DCU and this new, you know, this new timeline that they are creating. But what's going to happen with Shazam, a hero that has been doing well, is liked, has performed pretty well at the box office. I'm curious to see how this movie is going to do at the box office. But Shay, I think you wanted to say something, so I'm going to kick it over to you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, wa- I was going to say something else, but I wanted to touch on what you're just talking about here, you know, with Black Adam not really being the next phase or not part of the next yeah. phase. I think, I think Shazam, the way this movie also plays out, and again, we have obviously seen nothing from James Gunn's DCU other than announced movies and everything else. But with the lighthearted tone, with the ability to kind of maneuver around what James Gunn's vision usually is, I think Shazam is something that can withstand that, t- that test of time and be incorporated. I mean, it might need some rejigging here and there, but that is where Peter Safran and James Gunn come into play. I mean, Peter Safran already is a producer on this movie. So James Gunn kind of coming in, maybe retooling it to better fit the world with the next Shazam film, I think is totally, totally possible. Again, I I, I bring up the fact that these kids are getting older. So how long can you kind of keep going and taking longer to make these movies in this film itself we we don't spend as much time with the kids as 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 i thought we would we do spend a lot more time with the shazamily and i guess that might be because of the fact that they're getting older so how do you kind of keep trying to make them look young in certain scenes but then yeah but but here's my here's my and i, I, don't, I don't really do hot takes or anything like that but here's my here's my take Woo! i think it's time Here to go. move past Here we go. I think it's time to move past The Rock. The Rock didn't deliver with Black Adam. So let's get somebody else in here that is willing to make a movie that will go up against Shazam because three movies in and he hasn't fought his big bad. That's just so weird. That's like us literally spending like four movies of Batman or three movies of Batman and he just never mentions the Joker because they haven't even mentioned Black Adam yet. And this movie, and one of the things I was going to touch on really quickly was this movie gets dark, man. There are some moments where I'm like, oh, like 
people are dying and like the monsters look yeah. scary. And we had CGI monsters in the first one, which I mean, the budget was probably a lot lower, so they didn't, you know, completely look stunning but here in this one there were there was daytime you can't hide cg it looked great i thought certain yeah. moments i'm like man this is really cool looking scary looking this is some yeah. really are very scary looking yeah very scary looking. this is some cool action moments this movie totally delivers on that but again i will say this again uh let's move past the rock let's get a new black adam in here i i don't think you know it worked out and we need we need shazam to fight we need Shazam to at least introduce or work or fight or whatever with Black Adam because it's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and and I know Anthony, I know you're going to say something. I want to say something really quick just to the Black Adam thing. We did have the little tease in the first film where we saw like that hologram looking champion that they chose. That was like when he was like you know uh, when the wizard is like yeah like this is who he chose, but it's never mentioned his name is Teth Adam or Black Adam or anything like that. And then in Black Adam. Digimon Hanzu's there as, you know, the wizard, and he's shows up, but guess what? Not mentioned, not connected, different. It feels very, you know, just very different and, and just doesn't doesn't matter. And I'm just and it's it's a shame because you have these two characters that I think would, you know, they're they're like, you know, they're the they're supposed to fight each other. They are each other's like balance. Like you need that. And it's just wild that it's not going to happen. So it, it's yeah, it's 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 really sad that um you know, we don't know where Shazam was going to pop up next, but also that we never got a chance. He never got a chance to fight off against his main villain who got a movie um, that did not perform where what it, what it should have. So, but Anthony, please jump in. Well, it would have performed if they had Shazam with Black Adam. Like Black Adam is such an important character to Shazam because he is that balance between the two. Like I remember when they when they did the whole DC. Uh, comic book rebrand and they brought they were I think this like the new was 52? a story the new 52 and they did the whole story on the Justice League but like the last pages of the Justice League books they would have Shazam I think I I, I remember there was like a little Shazam story and each book would have a little bit more of his story reveal like it would be like four or five pages and Black yeah. Adam is the main character and Shazam Billy Batson wasn't even Shazam yet like he just became Shazam and that was the main right. character or his main villain. And he's not, we, we know Black Adam is like that in between that he's not a villain. He is a villain that yeah. guy who he's his own you know, guy he does right? bad he things. By his he's own his own rules, thing. Yeah. So it would have been great to see his character show up and have this battle between the two. And like this, this issue of like, I don't know you or you don't know me. Let's, let's duke it out. Let's fight it out, but yeah. let's have a story that revolves around it. And it could have been around the same, having even the same three characters, you know, the sisters be part of this whole, this whole story with Black Adam. Right. And I know we're going on this Black Adam tangent, but it's just, he is so important to he Shazam. He is, yeah. Like without so it's, him. It's proper. When I realized Shazam, or when I realized, when I started reading comics, Black Adam, who he was to Shazam, it just worked. It's like Green Lantern and Sinestro. Like these are people who Connected, just work 100%. great together. Um, but yeah, like you get, getting back to uh, Shay's point with the, with these kids growing up and how, you know, can Megan good still play the character? Because we know like Mary, Mary is the only character in this Shazam Lee that actually is who she is when she does change into her powers. So with these kids growing up and getting older, do they take over or do 
the the characters that were at that be, that were their adult versions continue right it's a strange world and i think that's that's a hiccup or that's like just an issue that you know i guess when writing a book about kids turning into adults like you know eventually they do grow yeah. up and they do it, yeah and maybe we don't really transition back to them as kids maybe we just continue with them as the adult versions right and, and then but maybe it, but, they just but it's funny transition though to the adult versions yeah, and but it's funny though because we have like that problem was something that James Cameron thought about when working on Avatar, right? He shot all of Spider's spiders who we spoke to Jack Champion scenes for the next five movies already. Like he shot all of the scenes of him as a human that is already done. That most likely they will do CG or whatever they need to do. But they're like, yeah, we know that we are against the clock when we have a kid. That we are shooting a movie with we're getting all of these scenes out in front and again i know shazam is nowhere near the production size what avatar is shooting five movies and having all these things going on at once and spending a decade like james cameron did but it is it does goes to show like when there is planning for a larger universe and i think shazam and what david f sandberg did in this film is let me make the best film that i can and i think he did that both times and i think he succeeded both times you know shazam has been lucky that he didn't have to worry too much about connecting to the larger DC universe. Yes, there are nods and, and winks to things that are happening in the world and different characters. Of course there are. And in this movie too. But Shazam really got to be in its own, you know, you know, its own kind of sandbox and do whatever they wanted to do and tell whatever stories they wanted to do. So whatever happens going forward, I just really hope that we get to see this family again these these kids coming back and you know the adult counterparts of them coming back too you know, a sad part that i i like i guess it because this review is coming out before or news is coming out right before this review comes out so we know like ticket sales for this film aren't doing so great and that's such a this just makes me sad because it's such a good movie and people don't want to watch it and it's you could just tell like why like you need to watch this character and i hope this review or people watch this or listen to this because it's it is actually a really fun comic book film like it's not a yeah. movie that's going to you know change the way we we look at comic book films it's it is very similar to what we experience but it's actually has soul it has yes. that cohesiveness that we want and it's a dc film like that's they just that idea of a dc film that has soul and it makes sense it's just what those are words that do not come out of what a mouths. concept what a concept no but you're, you're so right anthony right like and i think march is a busy month there are a lot of movies coming out this month um and i hope that this movie gets the love it deserves because it is a really fun movie it is a really great time in the theaters and i think this is just something that is just a great time with the family so if, like that's that and that's what it is at the end of the day this is a movie about family and fighting for your family and, you know, fighting for the ones that you love. And it's just so damn funny as well, too. So, yeah, no, we we had like such a wonderful time with it. Obviously, if you couldn't tell from the last 25 minutes of us talking, but I also think that we're in a state this year with DC, you know, we have Flash coming, which people are excited about. But also, what is this movie going to be? We have Blue Beetle coming out. What is this movie going to be? The Aquaman, uh, Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom is coming out. What is this movie going to be? And we also have the announcement that D that James Gunn had literally on the last day of January saying, hey, this is what the next phase of our storytelling is going to be. And I think that also creates a lot of confusion and a lot of just like apathy for watchers and general audience, but also people who are a fan of DC that feel like, okay, 
I don't have to rush out and go watch this movie. And I'm not talking about specifically Shazam. I'm talking about just any DC movie this year. I don't have to specifically watch it like I would watch Ant-Man or I would watch any other Marvel film because you know with Marvel they have their their you know they have their stuff in order they have their card shuffled they know exactly the hand they are going to deal us where DC they are getting to that but it's going to take a little bit more time but again that's kind of deviating away from this movie and I think Shazam Fury of the Gods is such a wonderful magical movie so let's get to our final recommendation Shabazz I would love for you to start us off Tell the good people what to do with this movie. Ignore the marketing. You know, if you're feeling like this is the movie that, you know, is not perceived well to you, you're like, I don't know. I don't want to watch this. Ignore it. If you had fun with the first Shazam movie and a lot of people did, go watch this new one. It is so good. It's so funny. Uh, David F. Sandberg, you know what, man? I can't wait to see what you do next. I I hope it's the next Shazam film or whatever they hope to do in the DCU. Uh, but whatever it is, I'm going to be first in line for whatever movie you make. I love it. I'm right there with you. This is a watch it for me. I had such a fun time watching this movie. It is magical. It is hilarious. And I think it's a perfect family movie. So go out there and watch it. Support it. Go have a great time because this movie, like Anthony said, I think this movie has so much soul to it. And when you watch it, you'll get it. And I think the family dynamics in this movie are, you know, on par, if not better than what they were in the first movie. And I just really love these two movies. And I really hope we get to see these characters again. Anthony, take us home. It's a watcher for me. There's there's so much story for you. It's funny. It's it's family based. It also has some really great action sequences. And you know, I hope people like ignore whatever is happening around them at that point and just go watch this film. But in terms of marketing, sorry, because it just feels like, like if you're driving movie, a car and <laughs> jump out of it, yeah. and go watch just, the movie. Just go go right to the theater. It just feels like this character is always like the underdog because no one talks about him, but he also has two great films. And I think yeah. that, that says a lot. It does say a lot. You're right. And I think that is something that we're going to see what's going to happen come release for this film. We all loved it here and we hope that you love it too. And of course, make sure if you do love this movie or even if you don't like this movie, let us know. Join our Discord. Join our spoiler room. Let's talk about it. Let's see what you liked, what you didn't like. The spoiler room and our Discord is always open 24-7. So we have fans and, and listeners and watchers all around the world that, you know, it's always popping. We're having some great conversations in there. So even if this episode ends, the conversation doesn't stop there. And of course, if you want to follow us, make sure you do it on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. We have episodes coming to you almost every single day of the week at this point with reviews, interviews, and our main episodes. So there's lots to look forward to. We also have an interview with the director and the cast of this film. So we are going to have Asher Angel. We're going to have Jack Dylan Grazer, and we're going to have Rachel Zegler on the show. Very, uh, It's already happened by the time you're listening to this review. So uh, look forward to all of that and more. Or if you have enjoyed it, let us know, comment, engage with us. Like we always say, a like goes a long way here on the show. So if you see us on social media, like it, comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you're excited for. We love what we're doing here at the Movie Podcast, and we want to keep bringing it to you. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next.